Was that? Did they use a zither in Spud, SpongeBob? I don't know, but, but every, uh, uh, it's similar enough. Everybody I talked to when I was playing that for people at work, mm-hmm. <laughs> they were watching SpongeBob over there. <laughs> no, it's a third man. Damn it! <laughs> Great cinema. It's one of the greatest cinemas, and I'm glad you made us watch it because I, I've never yeah. seen it. This uh, this it? has been on our list for a while, actually. You've brought th- this is because it's been on Netflix for a while. And mm-hmm. you know what? Uh, you were in a, there been... was so much of this movie I've seen, but didn't know I've seen for years. I've yeah. never seen yeah. it. Before. You never saw no. Well, the first man and the second man are pretty good, but the third man—that's third man. where they really got the formula down. It's different, you know. Well, the first man was Neil Armstrong that came out last year. <laughs> no, it was no, the no, Goose. No, no. What's his name? Ryan Gosling. Yeah. <laughs> what? He was the first man. Oh, okay. Right. Hello. So, the, the, the second man um, was um, um, somebody who we don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you had that ready to go. <laughs> That was our good buddy Shinderaku. Uh, uh, that was really good. That was so creepy. Yeah. Uh, okay. Something yeah. Like Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I, I was. I'm re- evil Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yeah. So yeah. So this is Spark about us. We're gonna do. Uh, we review movies at then we'll give our rating at a ten. Uh, but today we're doing the Third Man, which is one of Ben's ongoing picks. It was on Netflix. So if you want to go watch it before you listen. Uh, it's available for everybody. But if you just want to hear uh, kind of a vague idea about what movie we're reviewing, Ben, do you want to give people a some? Do you want to give people a summary? Do you want to tell them how you got those scars? I will. Uh, uh, messengers loading. I see. Vamp. Vamping. Oh. Uh, ready? Hit. Yes. The Third Man is a 1949 British film noir. Directed by Carol Reed, written by Graham Greene, and starring Joseph Cotton, Alidia Valley, Orson Welles, and Trevor Howard. <laughs> the film is set in post-World War II Vienna. It centers on Holly Martin, an American who is given a job in Vienna by his friend Harry Lyme. But when Holly arrives in Vienna, he gets the news that Lyme is dead. <gasps> Martin then meets with Lyme's acquaintances in an attempt to investigate what he considers a suspicious death and his suspicions of the third man. Hmm. That's beautiful. <laughs> you know what was really fun? That's uh, a really bad Orson Welles. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well <laughs> uh, I guess the wine. By the end of this, yes. you'll, you'll get it done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's it. Yes, always. Uh, Matt, can I say, uh, just getting uh, the graphics prep for this, uh, the the footage. I I just saw the the, the marquee there. Yeah, I I did a joke one and I forgot to do a real one. Uh, Just the footage (laughs) playing behind you, I was able to play with some 4K transfer footage that was recently done, and it's it's good-looking footage, man. It looks pretty good. Was Netflix in 4K? It, I think uh, they call it Super HD. Yeah. Okay. It's still pretty good. I don't have a 4K it's TV. It anyway. wasn't like it wasn't like the for um, streaming. It's great. It wasn't like the um, the Dracula, in 4K. 
Ah, yeah. No. yeah. That was awesome. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Should that be the first thing we talk about? The Let's music? Talk about I, the that's zither. literally the first thing I have in my notes is SpongeBob music. <laughs> it's the first thing. It's called a zither. Yeah. It is pervasive, too. It is it all is. the way through. It was a bold choice. Yeah. Was, I mean, think about, uh, think about the 40s. Bold. Very bold, bold is the word well, I would use. Think about the 40s. 1949, yeah. Think, I actually think if they would have used a traditional score, this would be like... The, Forgotten? No, really? no, no, oh, no, 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 no. You yeah. think so? I think so. I think so. I think, I, you know, that's not impossible. I think, and not forgotten. I think it wouldn't be as as bold. I still think everything else is good, but the the choice to use that I zither is a very strong directorial okay. directorial choice. I I loved it. I I'm just gonna tell you, I ultimately didn't remove the full point, but I debated removing one full point because of the SpongeBob music. I, what well, the f- what? it you did suck. Not- it you did suck, not- man. Are you kidding me? Then Let him speak his mind. What? How would you describe the tone of this movie? How would you describe the the story tone, like overall, like uh, emotion you're getting from what is happening in the movie? Tell me that first, and then tell me how the SpongeBob music it, it, works no, with it. SpongeBob has third man music. <laughs> Fair, no, yes. No, I'll tell you how. I get I'll that, tell order, exactly got that order back. I'll tell you exactly how. This is why it works for this for this movie. And this is why it's awesome. <laughs> One, it gives kind of a so the, the tone of the movie is all like fucked up. It's it's a it's a fucked up thing. Mm-hmm. And to add on that tone, we have this this bizarre choice. Of using a zither, which has become so, which which has a lot of German heritage. A lot of is the German instrument. So in Austria, there's it's part of the, you know uh, not Austria but uh, Vienna, uh, where this is Same taking place. It's very okay. music. It's a musically. I mean Mozart. So it applies was, to Mozart the loca- was buried there. The location the, there. The the Stradivarius, you know, uh, violins. You know, music is, you know, predominant in there. But also, it has such a interesting off-putting juxtaposition of what's going on even in the commitment to use it that it works for this off this off feeling you get i'm gonna well i obviously disagree aaron where do you oh fall oh my on god this? <laughs> whoa wow well, it, I mean, how how dare he there's just have a differing opinion well it's just a difference you weren't no i'm just saying you weren't <laughs> listening to it yeah he was He's I'll like, tell you like, what I think. You're right. I muted it. You know what he's like? He's like the the uh, the chef in uh, the beginning of Beauty and the Beast. Marie, the baguettes. Hurry up. <laughs> That's nice. He's a blithering zither. Now. <laughs> I just tell you, I like books. <laughs> so he's being chased through, like, the ru- dilapidated ruins of, like, this cityscape that, you know, he's hiding from people chasing him because they want to catch him. And they think he's... Committed part- murder, and it's like. Would you prefer saxophone? A, I didn't get a juxtaposition. I got like <laughs> well, this but, was just a oh, hold on, weird Matt, choice. Matt, I don't so. think so. I think it worked. Let, I think it worked. May right, I, well, let's let Aaron, I? Aaron be the 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 third the third man. <laughs> oh my God, that that deserves claps right there. Good job, Matt. Um, it's part of the identity of this movie. Yeah, it kind of is. Uh, I didn't always agree with the zither. But uh, I chalk it up mostly to uh, uh, regional and, and time differences. I mean, this is a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but it was a bold choice then. Sure, uh, it it was very notable. No one for would that do it now. Then. That's true. No one, no one, no one ever takes chances now. You done? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just adding on. What you're okay. Uh, I did get 
a big sense of, wow, this doesn't fit a lot. And that is because it, I, it feels like it, it was intended in a lot of places. Not everywhere, but there, the, the setting of the movie is post-war, where every, everybody's trying to get along, like, get along with their lives, move on, pretending everything's fine when it's not. And that's what I got from the music a lot. It's, it's overly happy in places where it shouldn't be. And that, to me, kind of reflected the setting. And I felt like it worked. I think it made it mm-hmm. depressing. And I think, but well, it, no, but not it, but so much depressing that uh, feelings are being ignored. But like yeah. to me, so so I I could agree with you. I guess if I loved every time that music it, played, though, every time that music played, it's like I was like, yes, you know, yeah, it did yeah. It, no, but. <laughs> <laughs> you get mad at me for dude, adding a point. You're just going to interrupt me. You're going to make fun yeah, of me. Yeah, the third man. Yeah, third, third. <laughs> no comment first, third. Um, but no, I think the music is part of the identity of it. It's a bold choice, but also it uh, it adds to the grin of the whole movie. You know, the, whole, the whole feel of this movie. The thing about it, it's not. It's not a. Tra- it's like I think it separates it from most. Noirs. Where where I would, where I guess I'm having trouble, and I, I mean, if it if it's part of the identity for the movie for you, that's awesome. I mean, I think like everybody it, who loves it, it absolutely stands out. I don't disagree. I think there. everybody who loves it thinks it's part of the identity. The thing about this, the, they had there were two big scenes that I thought were just spectacular in this movie, just amazing scenes. The sewer. One, obviously, obviously, the end is the sewer, yeah. is the big chase, and then the second was on the Ferris wheel when we first after yeah. you know. Oh yeah, that was great. Orson Welles does that yeah. long walk up, and then they get on. The I thought that whole scene in the in the Ferris wheel car, or whatever the there's boxer, no music to it. There's no music there. There's yeah. no music at the end either. Yeah, and that so was what I was about to call out. If they were gonna, to me, if the music could have been a fun punctuation, if no, maybe if it felt more like they were playing it intentionally for this is wild and crazy but holy crap this is so actually really serious if they played that up a little bit more i think i would have be more on board with what you're saying no no because so so here's a good point so they didn't use the music in terms of the most suspenseful parts of it because they wanted the ambient and this the the sound and there's some really good sound mixing especially in the tunnels when you hear all especially for the time oh Yeah. yeah this is great and what movie did we watch last week that was really tense? No Country for Old Men. There was no music at all in it. Mm-hmm. So the music is is not accenting the points. It does a little like for the jokes and stuff, or like little things like that. But but it's kind of a, it's kind it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of the in, in, in between filler of like the thread of the whole thing, where it's just like you know ah oh, next chapter you know. And it, was, yeah, it, it almost felt like a, an audio book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think this, mu- Have this you movie heard of would, Blue this Apron. Movie, I think this movie would not be as great without the music. Okay. Hmm. Well, and I, and I think I'm not the only one who thinks that. I many think. people are saying. My mom thinks so. Yeah. Uh, In fact, she's a, she is a zither right now. She's she's practicing. <laughs> she's going to zither lessons. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Your zither's open. Next year, you saw Ghostbusters. Now get ready for the third woman. <laughs> <laughs> instead of <laughs> instead of Henry Lime, you get Henrietta uh, a Peach. <laughs> <laughs> cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Oh um, boy! So the start of the movie is very much about somebody just died. We're introduced to. Um, he, he's like a Western writer, a pulp right? Western writer. Is it Holly? I thought it was Harry. 
It's Harry. No, it's Holly. I thought it was Harry too. I wrote Harry all through my notes. Harry. Yeah, it's in the thing. Harry Lime. It was no, no, no. Harry's Harry, okay. Yeah, Harry. Holly yeah. is the other guy. Martin. I just Holly Martin. Martin. Except okay. they said Martin and Martins. They're black yeah. and white. They all yeah. look alike. Um. So wow. they. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> uh, that but there's this like kind of slow lead in, really slow build up to like what's going on. He, the writers think something fishy happened. Then it has it just turns on a dime with this creepy uh, when the the porter is, that doesn't speak mm-hmm. English dies who, who didn't really speak English and then that yeah. kid is just like murder him murder him just ke- keeps singing <laughs> yeah <laughs> I thought that was really unsettling yeah, it was really unsettling that was the whole point yeah and the that char- was really good the char- the main character um uh, <laughs> they just run away Joseph, they're like Joseph, we should chase it's them. Joseph Cotton right that's the, the actor who played him that's the actor who played him I believe so yeah he also was part of the Mercury Theater with Orson Welles and did, yes did long, long before mm-hmm. so there's a connection they were there friends offset friends offset yes <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> we rehearsed it and it worked. <laughs> no, that was no, really good. That was, <laughs> you're in my mind. Get out. He's like, he's struggling. Don't struggle. look there. Don't look there. You're like, he's struggling. He's gonna, he's gonna do the yes. <laughs> That'll get him back in. That's how you get into Orson Welles. You go, yes, always. Oh, frozen. Anyway, so his character is so pathetic. And so bumbling, Cotton? yeah. Cotton. yeah. I don't so, know about that. No, I think, but I think, it's, but it works. And he's so he's such a blank. Well, yeah, he's such an everyman. That's, yeah, that's his yeah. thing. But like, he had no shot with a, uh, no shot with um, uh, Anna. Is that the, I think the that was her name. name? Yeah, and she is beautiful. I thought the two of she them. I thought they rocks. both were great. I thought the two of them, their little back and forth, mm-hmm. their and repartee, how, and how she kind of ended up aligning with do you feel like Orson it, Welles, the you, third man. Like, I like, love that. Do you feel like it was kind of a similar feel of uh, <clears throat> Casablanca, where you had this, like, this particular place uh, that has different fashions of uh, uh, countries that all are settled in one place, and you have a kind of like a Casablanca feel, but it was more of a... Uh, a, a not a darker version of Casablanca, but like a more of like the opposite. What is what yeah. happens? You know, like yeah. it's more. It's, it's I get on, it. On yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. That, like it has a it has a Casablanca feel post yeah. war. More like Casablanca. I'll just mute myself. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go with the shit. Mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sound it out. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing at Aaron. Um, Say it again. I'm actually muted, by the way. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I see what you mean, though. Like, I, I think an- it really comes it's, down it's, to how good the an- they were, though, that you're able to make that connection the, in the scene, in the it's setting. True. So it's kind of like the anti-Casablanca, now that I say it. Like, mm. it's the same thing, but it's like the opposite. It's yeah. more pathetic. There's no hope. You know, it, it's... it's When we don't even... We don't... Uh, well, there was that. There was a weird angle. Was it Dutch? Was it explained? Yeah, Dutch. <laughs> about thirty degrees. There was a lot of. Dutch I think angles. the whole movie was Dutch. It was all Dutch. Angles. Yeah, there was a lot of Dutch. In, they didn't, uh, this movie didn't invent it, but it, it certainly used it to its full extent. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Look at all the Dutch in Vienna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an invasion. Oh my gosh! <laughs> the thing about her character that didn't really play in for me, and maybe you guys disagree, was her forged papers or whatever. Like. Uh, 
It, it was just a, a detail to me. I didn't. Yeah. It didn't really. Seem I guess it good tied into her helping later or whatever. But uh, well, wasn't the the wasn't the main relevance that she got it from uh, what was his name? That's who was really right. good at Lime. getting stuff done. Lime. That's right. Yeah. she did. You're right. You're right. Yeah, Lime did it. Yeah, he was good. They said that the forgeries were what a work of art or something. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you almost missed it. Yeah. Uh, one of the lines when he was trying to, Always. I think when Cotton, the the writer, was talking to the cop, he said, I'm only a little fool. I'm an amateur. You're a professional. <laughs> yeah. That was a great line. That, that is, is a classic really burn. Good. A very good line. He's going to need yeah. some aloe vera for that and burn. Then, right, but right after is when the cop did this big reveal about how Lime is a shithead. Yeah. Like, just what? awful. That's what I'm saying. A terrible human being with, yeah. the, with the penicillin. Um, he's, he's diluting... It's like a what, who's the guy that upcharged the the price of medicine to like a ridiculous degree recently? Big Pharma? No, 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 no. the one guy. <laughs> I know you're talking you know, about young guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just he just raised the prices. He, this was isn't like he arrested now. Yeah, yeah, he got arrested. Yeah, yeah, it serves him right. But Harry Lyme basically <laughs> in the shortage you after can't the war. Take any painkiller for that. There's buddy. a penicillin <laughs> shortage, and he's like. <laughs> cutting it so that he can make more money. Could you guys dilute my awful. prison sentence? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? So I, I did some back uh, research. Apparently, um, who's who's the writer and the director? I forget who it was. I don't know which one. Carol Reed? It may have been him. It may have been, it may have been the producer. Okay. One of the, one of the, there were two major producers in it. It may have been the English producer. Right. But he wanted to do this idea. But when they were in Vienna thinking about these ideas, there was a penicillin. That was oh, a real thing going I'm on. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. And, so they, and that's why it really worked in, in reality. Well, I loved the- So it was topical. One huh? of the things I loved so much about that Ferris wheel scene is how real it felt for that time. Like, the mm-hmm. things that they were saying were, like, very much about, like, I feel like those are the only, the, even the way they were phrasing it, like, he was talking about Italy and Switzerland. Remember that? Yeah. Like, through that pain is when, like- yeah. Like Italy went through this horrible, and it led yeah. to the Renaissance. Italy, and, and, and then and then what, what? I forget what the other place they met. The Switzerland. Co- yeah, in Switzerland, Switzerland, it's had, all they, peace and they're sw- neutral. Yeah, and they had brotherly love for years and years. And, and what did they have to show for it? The cuckoo clock. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> Walked away. That was an ad lib uh, by I think him. One thing that struck me some. about that scene in particular was uh, the dialogue. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Another aspect of the dialogue is that it was so natural sounding because. It wasn't perfectly paced out like a movie. They were like stepping on each other's sentences because they were arguing. And yeah. I think, and I, and I think that's the only one scene like that because because or, of the setting of well, what they're doing. Because they know each other. Yeah, they performed with each other. They know each other, and it's Orson Welles, his chops of knowing how mm-hmm. to to knowing to, when to bend the rules. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, like, and it was such a menacing kind of turn especially so we, we learn about the things. penicillin thing you we see don't those dots out there yeah that was so like yeah. would it matter if any of them just stopped moving <laughs> it's like oh my god yeah. dude no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> no. he also said oh i st-, uh, when he was like do you even believe in god or something yeah. and he's like oh i still believe in god and mercy and all that but the dead are happier dead <laughs> oh then why don't Oof. you die there's a lot of people huh? i know about a lot, a lot, a lot of people personal people i'm not gonna mention names that think oh well you know yeah you're better off dead well then you should be the first Forever to volunteer 
Seriously, if you think that the world is better off dead and, and you haven't killed yourself yet, you're a hypocrite. Aaron, Aaron, where's your arsenic? I, uh, it's it's with the old lace, actually. Mm. Right. <laughs> is that my most intelligent reference? That's, I don't know. That's very intelligent. <laughs> Not bully. saying it's intelligent. Bully, bully. <laughs> <laughs> that's a meta joke for you and I. Ah, yes. We should mm. do that movie. Yeah. I don't know what movie you're talking about. Arsenic and Old Lace. It's a good movie. Yeah. All right. I've not Let's, seen that. The tour moves on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the tour moves on. So <laughs> kind of before all this is when they, they show us the sewer, but then later is when it really comes into play. Foreshadowing. Um, and that the, is how one about of the... Vienna's sewer? Like, uh, like, we got manholes. They got flower holes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, great. The, 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 <laughs> no, but like, no, like, the, like the, they, they open up like little... When they go, when the, when the, uh, they're like blossoms when they open up, like the little triangles when they open up the manhole. Oh, yeah. I, I thought that was that's, cool, too. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, I remember now. Everything's yeah. beautiful in Vienna. Artistry. Yeah. And like, and they said that was post-war, like all that, ru- like that, ru- like debris and stuff, that was from the war. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, it looked, So, and they used it. They used the hell out of that place. They really, well, the lighting, the lighting they got for it and those big shadows and stuff they where said they, they would them, see somebody, mm-hmm. like a huge shadow of somebody chasing after him in the distance. Like it was, it was so impressive. The one best cinematography, I think, too. I don't know if it went best picture or not, but but uh, but the um, cinematographer is considered the best black and white cinematographer. I would have to agree. Yeah. Uh, did you guys? Uh, fun fact: Did you know that the the opening for our Spook of Madness last year, where uh, everybody's like with the, the footage of you guys being scared, the backdrop is this movie. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> but, but obviously, this is people who know filmmaking and. Um, some people say that if you want to go to film school, just watch, watch just watch this movie over and over again. Yeah, because yeah. it, it shows you exactly. It won't teach you everything. Well, but it'll Gra- teach you ninety percent. Even even the writing. So Graham Greene is a pretty like big writer for the time too. Like he won. Uh, I read one of his books. It was so he's won the Pul- the Nobel Prize for literature, and that that's not no small this piece. For, for this movie or anything. It's in addition. So uh, okay. Cinematography, Robert Krasker. Is that who you're talking about? I think so, yeah. Okay. Ooh, important stuff about cinematography. Uh, there's one thing I noticed. Uh, this movie has very uh, a good, diverse selection of shots. And by that, I mean there are long, completely stationary shots, and then in, in certain scenes, to, to actually convey the, the frantic nature of what's going on, there are quick cuts. Yeah, Okay. Yeah, that, they have a time and a place, and they I, and they had good coverage of it too. It wasn't yeah. just like quick, 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 quick. It can, was like really important informational shots too. Can like I it ask wasn't wasted. you what your first reaction was with the long shot at the end? Oh my god! Like loved it. I, oh, wasn't it, like what, just but, amazing. But did you like? Oh shit! You know, but that, that should be happen. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. that that is I mean, easily the thing I will take to to the grave with me on this and movie. And that's that's filmmaking. Because it did win best cinematography. It did. Ben. So it did, that's that's filmmaking one on one right there. And I think that's where Kubrick all, learned his stuff. I, absolutely, lo- a lot of people wouldn't do that. But also, that's storytelling. I guess toward the very end, they weren't. They he said that she, the one of the guy the the produce the director wanted them to get together, but the producer was demanding no, they shouldn't no. get together. And it was, and it was, it was real. This was an intense shoot and mm-hmm. an, an intensive production, but 
the, the the director says he was so right, you know, because it, it was it was like brilliant. But like brilliant. how how yeah. good was it? You, you let it linger. She walks by, doesn't even look at him, and then he just lights a cigarette. You know what I mean? It's, perfect. it's like that's, that's that perfect. tells so much more. Yeah. Than, but how many times you would see like so it's, when it's it, also it, and it's also like a, a bookend to the start mm-hmm. where they it was kind of the same because they started the movie yep. with the funeral sort of too, and they yeah. did the same shot yeah. of them driving by and. Then they bring this back, and it's this: what's going to happen? And, and she yeah. just walks away, ignores him. Yep. It says it's the sentiment exactly how like how this guy is like. This sucks. This, like his life sucks. It's like know? poetry, it rhymes. Yeah. Well, and it goes to her character too. <laughs> like she, yeah. There, there, <laughs> there, 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 there was people uh, up up in the trees uh, in the front letting the leaves go. Oh, the, the, like, really? Yeah, that wasn't that was my accent. Nice little look, detail. If you look, because the rest of the trees aren't aren't molting. Right. <laughs> well, but uh, but but it, but uh, I wonder how many times they had to like shoot that shot. What do they have to do? All right, do it again. Reset. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, maybe a, maybe a few, but <laughs> yeah. I bet not that many. Yeah. No, it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, w- all right, we got to talk about. We just have to p- talk more about the sewer scene, like so. A lot it of just is so. I found phenomenal. Guess what, what I they found did. out through, through through different research was that yeah, they shot a lot down there in their sewer, but a lot of it was built. Yeah, on, it was on, some of the only not on no location way. stuff. Yes, I never would have thought that. A lot of it was never would have thought that. A lot of it was. This is an expensive movie. A lot of it was built, mm-hmm. uh, like the. You think the tighter areas? I don't or know. The, like I, at like no, the I, end where that scene where the light, the flashlight goes on him, and he's like, ah. I don't know. I the would t- bet that that was a creative. Because some of them are like these huge, like you just think, get the I, full and I think, width of the sewer and, and all those, the tunnels and stuff. I think those are real. And I th- and I uh, and I think what's interesting about this, I think because it is in black and white, you can easily blend. It's a little easier. You yeah. can mm-hmm. blend things on a soundstage and not on a soundstage. Yeah, yeah. I really think you can easier. No and doubt. and all, like people wouldn't and the shooting's on on location like this people wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the sewer Even, stuff is the only not and, on location. And stuff. especially back then, this is like why this is a feat in filmmaking. And I guess they had multiple um, multiple uh, crews at once, but he had to be in each one. And he said he just slept two hours in between mm-hmm. each thing to make the, get this movie done. Yeah, and he said it was, it was interesting. It was just an interesting movie. Do you know the shoot schedule? Was that in your research? I don't know the, the shoot schedule. Uh, maybe you know? they didn't say because I tried to find it myself. I didn't know, but I know that they had more than one team at once getting ready for the next shot. But he, had, but the director was there for every shot. It wasn't I, like mm-hmm. a second unit or a third unit. I think I know in those days shoots tended to be quick. Well, I thought an interesting. I think this was relatively long for uh, for and a lot because so one of the things the back history is that Orson Welles was they, they took forever to like he was just being very difficult he was all around Europe he can like they were waiting for him to do stuff but so they so they're shooting other things and doing other things and they had to think creatively had like, there's a lot of body doubles <laughs> of course <Orson laughs> Wells this, like everything everything everybody you see in the shadows probably a body double every like they said was in Austria they, sampling the peas they said one of the crew members or somebody I forget who cameraman or somebody was wearing his stuff and they because they, Orson, Orson Welles had broader shoulders they had to put the the, hang, the hanger, yeah. love the hanger. <laughs> but they also said, "Well, whatever he, this guy's going to wear, Orson Welles is going to wear, yeah. you know, yeah. because we don't have time, you know." That's really funny. The eternal diva. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Very uh, difficult. They. I. What did you guys think? And he's only of, in it for like six minutes. 15. Yeah, he's not in it very much, but he makes yeah. a big impact. Yeah. Really big impact. He steals the show. Uh, what did you think of the fact that they didn't show him getting shot? 
It was kind of off camera. Well, I think bold for the time. What I hear, what I heard was, I guess I I, I listened to a lot of stuff. I, I watched, uh, listened to it today while I was working. Uh, I forget the two directors and writers, but did a commentary throughout the whole movie. So I just mm-hmm. listened to what they said after already watching it. And what they said, I guess back then they couldn't, they weren't allowed to show any mercy death. It was like mercy. Odd. No, they weren't because no that, assisted suicide. Huh? Yeah, they weren't allowed to show that. So, but they got oh, away so with, because he because they, they he whispered it. just like do or like nodded that was considered mercy. Well, they weren't allowed to show, but that's when they did it off camera. One, it creates a suspense. Uh, did Orson Welles shoot? Well, yeah, uh, that, Cotton. Yeah, or but but also oh, did he it, actually it, shoot him? Yeah, it was a mercy. We don't know. Yeah, Lime could still be alive. Yeah. However, I heard that through this podcast that Orson Welles played this character in radio plays afterwards. Oh. And I don't know, they didn't know the exact specific if they told him how he survived or anything like that. So there's like, okay, this stuff. And yeah. then go, isn't that something? All these people put all this time and effort and, like, and the diva milks it for yeah. everything. Yeah. This is my show, character now. They, alive. They, they go, that's show business. <laughs> <laughs> they go, that's, just, that's great. Yeah. Um, well, yes. the, the thing I would say, Lime. in addition to the setting and just, you know, they spent a lot of time in the sewer of him getting chased. That's yes. so, like good time too. And to Aaron's point of all the different shots they got, they sped up the film a little bit too. If you notice, did they? Yeah, I it wasn't paying close enough. enough to, did, yeah. did you notice, Aaron? I I don't know if it was done. It was done very well. It's very slight. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, no, no, what were we gonna say? A lot was done in the sewer. So there's a lot of well, just the they, fact. They just, lot of, there's a lot of. Uh, of, uh, it feels like a payoff for like for a movie of this time where it's not this like big spec- there's not like a big car chase or some big explosion or something but it still is like there's a pretty long chase in here yeah, of him running the through the sewer they're, they're, they bring in like a hundred more people to chase him and he's like you really get the sense over time of him getting cornered mm-hmm. especially with the lighting like and the rat. setting too and he's and just getting cornered and cornered and cornered down to the spiral staircase and then plop, can you imagine editing that sequence because, but, but uh, trying to put, the, put that together with all the shots you're in your gorilla shooting it, you know, in Vienna too. Um, apparently, there was no storyboards for that. There's no storyboards or any of those. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they had to just edit it, just shoot a lot it of stuff, and hope like, it works. And yeah. it, wor- it worked. Yeah, you know, it worked really well. Yeah. All right, let's rate this movie. All right, who's first? I go. I'll give. I'll give it a nine. Nine. Okay. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Because of the, uh, I think it's one of the few films. I think it's up there with Citizen Kane. I think it's up there with Godfather. I think it's one mm. up there as a film. Film. It's in the pantheon. But I think it's a, it's not it's overlooked a lot, mm. to be honest with you. And I think, but but if you go into the catacomb, if you go into the zeitgeist, and you know people uh, people appreciate this just as much as those films. It's a plightgeist of a zeitgeist. Hmm. Hmm. Matt? Whenever, whenever there was a whiz, there was. Um. <laughs> I gave it a seven. Uh, I don't. I, I, I really my own. I don't have a whole lot of qualms. I think part of it is I would say kind of the music, but not really. Wow. That's not really it. Um, it maybe I wanted more Orson Welles. It, I don't know. Like it was. It I, was an well, excellent movie. I don't. I don't really know what else to say about. I it. I love the captain. I thought he was a good character. Oh, the, the the police the police captain. Yeah, here. And, the, and the other guy, and you show like, oh, the other guy, who, the the his second in command, you actually kind of like gets shot and killed by Orson Welles. So mm. there's a lot of 
gray. That's in right it, in you know? the uh, in the sewer in yeah. the border. Who knows who killed him? You know. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Aaron. So I did think there were some good characters. Mm-hmm. You know, Orson Welles was. I think every character. Yeah, was a yeah. Good character. They were all pretty solid. And I actually yeah. liked that they. Let, I thought, let, they had German I thought characters. Anna was really good. I thought she was really good in this movie. And I thought the, I thought the side characters were good. <laughs> Even like the little bit where he, where the the older guy like. You remember him, the gentleman's yeah, club, and, he, or whatever. Yeah, and then you realize, then, then you realize how bad, like he, like how sucky he he is. They're like, they're like at the end of this, he's putting his head down, like, yeah. Oh, can we get this over with? You know, even the so- cat was a good character. Mm-hmm. In the parrot, oh. I like that shot where they zoomed into the plant, <laughs> and transitioned outside mm-hmm. to then following the cat. I like that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let's see here. What is my rating? Uh, it's certainly, I would say, one of the finest movies ever made. That's I don't think there's any questioning mm-hmm. that for most people. It's definitely overlooked a little too much. It's like the red-headed black-and-white stepchild of the best movies ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I liked it a lot. I'm glad we watched it. Um, let's see. I think the fairer rating would be an 8 from me, but I could easily give it a 9 mm-hmm. uh, because while I didn't always agree with the music, I it served a purpose. And uh, I felt like I was being taken somewhere, and is that not what movies should do? Mm-hmm. So let, I'll, I'll give it a nine. Taken to Bikini Bottom. So, so do we all? Do we all three had to vote this into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, it has oh, to be unanimous. Oh, definitely in. Definitely yeah. in. I don't is have in? the. Definitely, okay. in. it's in. Yeah, Hall of Fame. Uh, okay. I don't have the. Just music. for me, yeah. I, just because, just because of, uh, you know, just see. how to make a film. Just because this is up there with Citizen Kane. This is up there with. The construction of a, of a film, and you took a lot of risks back in the day. Uh, it's in the Hall but, of Fame, but it was more commercially successful. <laughs> yeah, <No. laughs> it, it was more commercially successful uh, than Citizen Kane, and that's why it, this director got a lot of credit. There was always these rumors that Orson Welles, Orson Welles directed it, but he didn't have anything to do with it. I, I, I think Citizen Kane's better. I honestly like this better than Citizen Kane. I like, I well, like Citizen Kane. I don't better. know yet. I haven't. I, haven't I, I actually haven't seen Citizen Kane in so long. I, it's not fresh in my mind to, yeah. to make a point. Maybe I think Citizen Kane do that. Yes. I remember liking yes. the camera work in Citizen Kane, but not much else. Ooh. But I think. But I think a lot of stuff that was in this was pushed by Citizen Kane. Sure. I mean, mm-hmm. shoulders of giants and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Next week we are doing. Oh, it's the vote. A Jim Henson movie. The last I checked, Labyrinth was winning. Okay. So please go vote for something. <laughs> That's all right. Labyrinth. I like the Labyrinth. I like it too. I like it too, but I want to. I want to. You remind me of man. I want to see those Muppets else. take Manhattan. Yeah. I want to see the Muppet Caper. I like that one too. I haven't seen either of those. I haven't seen any of the other three. We should so. just do that instead. No, <laughs> we should right, just watch we'll it. We'll go break the vote. We sh- no, we no. Don't, no, we should just do that next. Or- no, but for three, I think it's three dollars. You can go vote for this. Three dollars? That's three dollars. Such a deal. What That's a, a highway steal. robbery. Why would you pay for that? <laughs> <laughs> and that was Ben with Advertising 101. That's right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thanks, Ben. Tune in next week or just, don't. Just, well, tune in next week because this is literally free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what I would do. <laughs> our show's free, but that's still too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have time to waste? We, don't we waste should, it there. We should be paying you all for to yeah. watch this. You should, yeah. you should binge Frasier instead of watch us. Yeah, yeah <laughs> do that, actually. That's a good idea. Until next week. Bye. <laughs>